Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Timothy Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. We're broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. And we're celebrating Carnivale, saying no to the flesh here on this great Tuesday as we uh, get ready for a beautiful uh, kickoff of Lent tomorrow on Ash Wednesday. And uh, just enjoying a beautiful conversation. And I'm starting to get really pumped up, Chris, and thinking about the ways that we can... uh, uh, you know, celebrate God's blessings and, and also uh, getting into that spirit of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And yesterday, Chris, I began a spiritual uh, exercise of the 33-day consecration to St. Joseph, which yeah, me too. is what really, hey, high five on that. Rock and roll. Um, a lot of it, we're doing that here in, in my parishes uh, for those uh, members who are interested. And I know many parishes around the, our listening area and many of our listeners are doing the same thing. There's this beautiful uh, text given us by the Marian fathers, uh, Father Donald Calloway. Uh, it's a, it's a, like a Marian consecration, but to St. Joseph. This being the year of St. Joseph, we want to honor him as our spiritual father. And we have another one of our spiritual fathers and leaders, uh, Bishop John Quinn, who is with us this morning on Real Presence Live. Bishop Quinn, welcome to Real Presence Live. Oh, thank you, Father Tim. It's always a blessing for me to be with with you and all of your listeners, and especially uh, this uh, last day before we enter that holy season of Lent. So thank you for having me as a guest. So, Bishop, you're, you're the bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, in southern Minnesota, where I'm from, originally born and raised bishop. So I'm grateful for your, your stewardship and your leadership of our diocese uh, there in southern Minnesota. Um, you know, the Holy Father, Pope Francis, has declared this the year of St. Joseph. And what was your first reaction when you heard that the Holy Father was dedicating this year to uh, St. Joseph for us as a worldwide church? Well, I'll tell you, I, I rejoiced. I, in fact, uh, I, I had to make sure I heard it correctly, you know. Uh, it was one of those wonderful moments. Uh, I've had, <clears throat> throughout my life, uh, uh, a long-standing devotion <clears throat> to St. Joseph, and especially because of and his love for the Virgin Mary and how he took care uh, of the child Jesus and was faithful to the end and uh, was always a man of really, uh, I want to say, strength, but he doesn't say much. His strength comes in his actions. And so when I heard that uh, Holy Father Pope Francis had uh, once again, this is the uh, anniversary year of uh, St. Joseph being named the patron of the Universal Church, I rejoiced. I thought this is going to be a wonderful year of grace. Absolutely. And so you mentioned uh, you know, his, his, his actions are what we really uh, note as his holiness, as his, as his key to becoming uh, who he's created to be and helping the Lord and Mary uh, along their way in this earthly life as well. And so uh, why do you think Pope Francis called on us? I mean, you said it's the, the anniversary of him being dedicated as a patron of our church. Um, but why else do you think having a special year dedicated to Joseph was on the Holy Father's heart? Uh, I think uh, for two reasons. One is that uh, the universal church, we're all going through the struggles of COVID-19. But we also go through the struggles uh, in the church uh, 
of fidelity to the Lord and to uh, deepen our faith, especially in times of trial and crisis. And St. Joseph certainly is someone who experienced trials and crises, but he remained faithful. And I think uh, uh, our Holy Father, uh, given the struggles of our time, is reminding us of uh, fidelity and how St. Joseph, but also I think uh, St. Joseph uh, is a father. Uh, He is not the biological father of Jesus, but he is the foster father, and he cared for Jesus as if he were his own biological son, even though he was not. And our world needs fathers, and it needs strong fathers, uh, both in the spiritual life, but also in our family life. And so I think the Holy Father is kind of inviting all of us uh, in this time frame to, especially men, to examine whether we're really being good spiritual fathers. Are we really helping others to know Christ? Are we helping to be men of character and strength um, and chastity? And I think all of that is a, a message that our Holy Father very much wants the world to hear. And what better example than St. Joseph? Well, Bishop, we just want to thank you for your own spiritual fatherhood. Um, when I was a, Before I became a priest, I was one of your students at Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary, where I experienced your own uh, kindness and generosity and your example as a spiritual father uh, for the men who are preparing themselves to be spiritual fathers in the priesthood but also for men like my co-host here, Chris, who is a a father, a husband, um, and lives his Catholic identity as a Catholic man. He's not only a father uh, to his own son, but also to his students at the Catholic high school where he teaches religious education and theology. And I know, Bishop, in your own role, not only as a a teaching office as a bishop, but in your own life as a professor and and teacher of theology, in your own experience um, when you worked at Sacred Hearts Seminary in uh, Michigan, uh, just recognizing our desire to be nourished and, and, and taught and educated in the faith. Um, you know, we have patron saints uh, that watch over us and guide us um, and that are you know, dedicated to the universal church. You know, St. Joseph's role as a teacher, um, in your own life as a teacher, um, how is his fatherhood and his patronage helpful for us as a universal church? Well, one of the things I have always has drawn me to St. Joseph is the fact that uh, the Lord's communication to St. Joseph always comes from an angel and in a dream. Mm. And that, uh, especially the very first one, where he is told to take Mary as his wife. That's his annunciation. And it happens while he's asleep. And then he, of course, gets three other dreams in which he's directed by the angel of what God's plan is for his life. He awakens, as it says, from the dream and did as he was asked. That uh, Joseph, to me, as a spiritual father, that when God enters your life, you surrender to God's plan for your life, and you witness to that. For some, as you mentioned, Father Tim, it's the call to priesthood or diaconate or consecrated life, but 
to most men, it's going to probably be marriage or perhaps uh, some also to the single life. But we're all spiritual fathers. In fact, um, I can tell you, unless my dad uh, had been also a spiritual father to me, more than just a biological father, I probably would not have come to know the Lord. Um, A biological father is a great privilege, but then you also have to be a spiritual father. You have to bond with your son, with your daughter, and also teach them about what character is, help them when they mess up. Uh, When you bring the car home and you've hit something, (laughs) and who's the first person you want to tell, even though you're nervous, is your dad, because he's Mm -hmm. going to be a spiritual father to you. I did that, Bishop. That happened to me. I broke my... I I crushed my dad's truck. It was a very (laughs) traumatic experience. Sure. But he was so merciful to me because he saw how... And that... What a life lesson. Good example. See, that's what I mean by that's the spiritual father. And uh, my my own experience has been biological dads also have to be spiritual dads. uh, Or their, their children, their sons and daughters never get to know them. And uh, St. Joseph uh, models that. Uh, He was uh, not the biological, but he was the spiritual. And, boy, did he take care of Mary. Did he take care of Jesus. And no matter what the dream was, he would awake and do God's will. Absolutely. And so we see St. Joseph is caring for Mary and Jesus, right? But how do we see St. Joseph caring for our church today as uh, our mother, as our one whom we can go rest in. Well, I think, you know, our church right now is uh, going through uh, a great period of evangelization Mm. and making, uh, kind of reawakening people to uh, having a deep personal relationship with the Lord. And as the universal patron of the church, uh, St. Joseph had a relationship with the Lord in his life to be able to do what the Lord asked, but he had a very deep relationship with Jesus. And he met that God who revealed his plan for him in the dream in this child who grew in wisdom, age, and grace. can help us to know Jesus Christ. And uh, if you're a friend of Joseph, it's like if you're a friend of Mary, you're going to even be a better friend to Jesus. When I was a uh, parochial vicar at the Cathedral of St. Joseph, it really uh, deepened my uh, awareness of St. Joseph's impact on the Universal Church, uh, not only being the patron of beautiful cathedrals and dioceses and and also the spiritual father to so many uh, priests and and, uh, earthly fathers, but that the Lord has really used St. Joseph in the lives of so many great saints, and this is becoming more aware in the minds of the faithful during this year of St. Joseph as we call to mind the writings of the saints, uh, um, so many great ones that have been uh, really witnesses to the power of St. Joseph. I think of uh, uh, Brother Andre Bessette there mm-hmm. in uh, Montreal um, and sure. that beautiful oratory of St. Joseph and how many miracles were wrought 
through St. Joseph's intercession. We're going to continue the conversation here on Real Presence Live about St. Joseph. We're going to take a short break. We're grateful with Bishop John Quinn, who is our guest, as we speak about the wonders of St. Joseph in this year of St. Joseph. Stay tuned with us right here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic made me a better uh, husband, it's made me a better father, it's made me, a, made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and, and they don't understand it's just as close as, as their local church. Becoming a part of, of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and, and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but, but all kinds of things. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. And we're speaking about the wonders of St. Joseph, our spiritual father, as we celebrate this year of St. Joseph and encourage to promote his devotion and patronage all around the world. Our guest this morning is Bishop John Quinn. Bishop, for you in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, what special things are you going to be doing to commemorate the year of St. Joseph? Uh, one of the, of course, immediate things, we're going to have a, a celebration on the uh, Feast of St. Joseph, March 19th. Uh, and it's one that, you know, because of the some of the restrictions with COVID, we will uh, make that uh, a Zoom uh, and live event so that people can participate uh, throughout the diocese and beyond. We are uh, hoping that perhaps by summer, as uh, people are uh, receiving the vaccine, our hope would be to have some pilgrimages to parishes that have 
as their patron, St. Joseph. So that's in the planning stages right now, but we have to, of course, wait and uh, see how the um, Joseph will answer our prayers, which I know he will, uh, so that we can have some public um, processions and devotions in his honor. But we also, the plenary indulgence and all that, you know, our Holy Father is making available as a spiritual treasury, uh, we will be promoting that so that uh, people can receive these blessings, uh, even even though we are uh, sort of not as free to schedule things at the moment as I know we will be. Well, Bishop, we'll be promoting all those events right here on Real Presence Radio in your listening area and for uh, the surrounding area as well as those plans become more firmed up in the future as we approach this next month, March 19th, 32 days from now. Um, I know a business owner, a man who's opening a new location for his business, and he, he specifically picked March 19th, the feast of a solemn feast of St. Joseph, um, because he wanted to dedicate St. Joseph to watch over his business. So there's all kinds of great ways like that we can do that. Bishop, we know you have a tight schedule, and so we, uh, we're going to let you go, but we would ask if, Bishop, if you would please give us and our listeners your blessing before you go. Sure. Something i just add, if I can, Father Tim. Sure. Um, men today, you know, I think as they struggle in a culture because of the availability of pornography and there's so many things in our culture that can lead us away from fidelity to the Lord and also to relationships, especially if uh, married men, that uh, sometimes they get discouraged and they may wonder, can God still love them? And if so, how are they going to reclaim the purity in their life that uh, God intends for them? You know, blessed are the pure of heart. And uh, I would just say, St. Joseph, implore him. Chastity, mm-hmm. um, he's always pictured with the staff, with the lily, uh, because he loved Mary so much. He loved and treasured her as the vessel of God. And uh, Joseph will seek that purity for us if we seek our friendship with him. So I would just encourage me, praise St. Joseph, he's a great role model. He's a strong man. He's very masculine. He helped his son, Jesus Christ, grow through his years. I always picture Jesus in the carpentry shop with Joseph, and Joseph will do the same for us even more. Almighty God bless you. Let his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and fill your heart with his peace. May he be a lamp unto your feet, guiding your every step in the way of salvation. May he be the rock upon whom you rest and build your faith. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, come upon you and remain with you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, pray Pray for for us. us. God bless you, Bishop Quinn. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll keep praying for you in your ministry right there in Minnesota. God bless you, Bishop Quinn. Thank you. Always a blessing to be with you. Thank you, Bishop. You know, Chris, what a great encouragement for us as as Catholic men, as a spiritual father, as a a father of a family, um, for us to recommit ourselves to the patronage of St. Joseph and uh, what a powerful lesson. Even Bishop's description there of, uh, you know, 
Jesus and Joseph, you know, being working there in the carpenter shop. I wonder if Joseph ever, you know, pound his thumb with the hammer if <laughs> the Lord ever just reached over and mm. said, Dad, I got this, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. And uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, recognizing that love that the Lord had, that closeness, and not only that, that the real masculine spirituality. Right. You know, we, we touched on it earlier in the show. Um, you know, you're, you're with a group of Catholic men right now. You're doing this Exodus 90, but the heart of that, the goal of that is to strengthen your, your, your relationship, you know, that, that spiritual identity, as Bishop just so beautifully spoke about, and to push back against the things of the world, things like pornography, things against chastity, uh, guarding the family, guarding our, our households from evil influences. Right. You know, how, how has that brotherhood helped you in your own walk as a husband and father? Well, and I have found that, you know, throughout my life, uh, more than just in Exodus, but uh, in particular, just through the good, holy friendships of young men that I have been able to f- to form in my own lives, and um, even now with Exodus, more has put more of this deeper emphasis on less of me and more of Him, and I've been finding that to be like more and more of my prayer through the discipline that I've been participating in, and um, to be challenged though. Uh, by especially men in my life around me to be the best that I can be has really driven me uh, to desire something more. And I'm finding, you know, as Bishop Quinn was talking too about, we're in this period of great evangelization and this period of this great revival in our church. And uh, I have never been more convinced and convicted and actually uh, never been more feeling like I can stand on my own two feet through the grace of God to do that work with my own family. And so uh, I found that it to be a unique blessing as of late um, as I've gone through it. Um, hasn't been easy. Hasn't been perfect. Um, but like I said, like God's grace is abundant. And uh, even through all my shortcomings and my failures, uh, there are victories. And at the end of my life, God willing will allow me to be with him in heaven and will honor the sacrifices being made um, and I just pray and hope that I can help my family get to heaven, just as Joseph uh, led his family to safety into a place where God has prepared for them. I, too, hope the same uh, through the practices of asceticism, through fasting, through prayer, and just coming to know who the Lord is and who he desires me to be on that deeper level. And it's a, and it's a journey, and that's the thing. It's The destination is heaven. And we're on our way, and God has given us all the grace and strength that we need. So um, this is possible for any person listening, um, and you can do it right in the heart of the church. And if you've been away from the church for a while, come on home. This is the time. Mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday, this, this season of Lent, is the time to come on back. Don't be afraid. The Lord is here. He's waiting to hear you from you. And you can always learn more about your Catholic faith right here on Real Presence Radio. And tomorrow, we have another episode of Real Presence Live. We have some great guests lined up. I'll turn it over to our producer, Eli. Eli, who's on the show tomorrow? Well, thanks, Father. We've got another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, just like today's great show, hosted by Heather Carroll, coming to you from a mystery location buried somewhere deep in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Buried (laughs) under a heap of ashes on Ash Wednesday. (laughs) We'll have a lot of great guests, a lot of great topics, such as Robin Brueggemann. She'll tell us what her family's doing for Ash Wednesday and Lent. Then Chris Motes from the South Dakota Catholic Conference will talk to us about medical, the, uh, the Medical Conscience Protect- Protection Act um, and, uh, and a lot more. 
you know, he's he's always got lots of good stuff to talk about. So I'll let him do the talking for himself tomorrow. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Wednesday morning, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And before I give it back to you, I just wanted to remind folks about the Real Presence Radio store. You can find that at realpresenceradio.com slash store. You can find all sorts of fun RPR gear, coats, jackets, pullovers, sweatshirts. Well, I don't know if we have any sweatshirts. Polos, all sorts of fun stuff like that. You can find that at realpresenceradio.com slash store. It's only open until March 1st, so make sure you go ahead and get uh, get your merch before then. And 10% of the sales go right back here to Real Presence Radio. Right back to you. What a perfect way to give alms this Lent. That's right. Give back to Real Presence, 10%. So that means, you know, uh, hopefully, you, you know, even tomorrow, I know it's like Ash Wednesday, you're supposed to start fasting, whatever, but think about it this way. Tomorrow, you can buy some Real Presence Radio gear. Like, let's say you buy $1,000 worth. You know, that'd be great, right? I mean... Hundred bucks goes to real presidents, right? That's right. You know, I did a, math. So many great uh, Catholic radio is always one great way to give alms, Chris. So great idea and great I, plug. Where can and, I say? Uh, what can I say? We're grateful for that. Um, let's th- thank you to all our guests today. Thank you to Bishop Quinn, all those who supported us, and thank you for listening and supporting Real Presence Catholic Radio. Chris, God bless you. I love you and your family. You too. Love you all too, your Father. students are lucky, and uh, let's pray and ask God to bless us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, we ask that you would encourage us on this day as we prepare our hearts for Ash Wednesday, that we would be ready to give ourselves to others and serve you more faithfully. We ask all this through Christ our Lord, amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to all you, and have a wonderful day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.